Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program. The phones are open, as they always are. You can bring up anything you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Chris. Uh, so, I wasn't on last night's show. Normally, I'm on Thursday night, and that's because I was at the event that actually almost all Free Talk Live co-hosts were at. We were, uh, you know, a small percentage it, of the room. It <laughs> was it was amazing, uh, that event. I, I, was, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't know how deep you guys got into it last night, Bonnie. You were on last night's show. Um, I stayed there to kind of finish recording, and I ultimately I, I did end up speaking at this. For listeners that don't know, we're talking about the New Hampshire exit constitutional amendment, the idea of peacefully declaring independence from the United States and going our own way as our own, uh, basically the nation of New Hampshire. And so that was a public hearing that was had. It was historic. Even one of the state reps who was against the the bill it had to admit it was a historic occasion to have that particular hearing. I don't know how deep you guys got into it because I was kind of on the way home. We talked I, about it basically throughout the entire night, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure that you guys have more things to add since you, you guys were both also there. Yeah, uh, we were there. There was a rally that happened prior to it. There was a press conference as well. Yeah, it was kind we of didn't like get a- to get to the or go to the press conference or the rally and i don't think we got into it last night it was a good you know for considering how cold it was and it was freezing cold yeah. <laughs> uh it, it, at least it wasn't raining um but we didn't have any sunlight with the way the buildings are and the way the sun is there was no it was all shade that mm. we were standing in during the rally so it was cold um considering that there were i don't know Somebody counted 100 people. I think that included people who showed up after the rally. It was probably 100 people if you include if you include everybody, even potentially some opposition that were not a lot of opposition, but there was a few. I'd say it was 50 roughly at the rally and then the numbers doubled roughly I for the hearing. I counted roughly 80 supporters in, in the, the room. room. Um that doesn't mean that there weren't more. There were people who left early. So yeah. um it, it it was definitely probably close to 100 people in there the There were hearing. also some people who came to the rally who didn't go to the hearing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you know some people had to go. They had to go to right, work or, right, or right, whatever. Right. Just showed up for what they could and, and I, they had to go. I when, thought it was a pretty good turnout overall. I actually yeah, it was there were more and what's interesting is I think the makeup was very interesting. Um, there were a lot more libertarians and free staters at that event. Like, I was shocked at how many how many of us actually showed up. I was ex- actually expecting it to be mostly conservatives and libertarians being in the minority. I'm really happy about and that. Mostly because this was there were conservatives who were rallying their troops. At least that they that's what the impression I got. And then it was like three three conservatives showed up and almost everybody else was like a libertarian. Yeah. And the people who showed up were the kind of the people who were supposedly doing the rallying. They were kind of group leaders in mm. New Hampshire, but they didn't have much of their troops uh, no. to back them up, no. which was and, interesting. And uh, that's what that's why I, you know, I, I'm like, wow, we got almost 80 libertarians to show up to an event. And yeah, that, that alone is work. unprecedented. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't think I've ever seen that. I've seen I think we've had um, I think we've had true, some. Yeah, we've had some 420 rallies that had, you know, been, been pretty big too but most of those uh, but, are locals most yeah. of the people that go to the 420s are locals. Right. even even in Keene when we had the this had a really good wide distribution of libertarians that came from all over and yeah even it, in Keene when we had uh epic level 420 rallies years ago yeah when mm-hmm. it was over 100 to 120 130 people i only counted like you know 30 percent 
libertarians. The rest of them were all townies. They were mm-hmm. all just just locals. We can, we can dig into this because there's actually more to say beyond what happened yesterday. There's also been an update today because the uh, the committee that heard the bill voted on it today. So we can talk about that. And I've got the audio from their discussion, which I definitely think is worth playing because it's ridiculous. Uh, but let's go first to Sam. He actually called up here before we started the show tonight uh, in Ohio. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on it seems like everybody I keep talking to keeps saying that there's no COVID vaccine reactions, but yet you guys keep reporting that there are some. So I just kind of find that interesting. Yeah, there's an entire website that off offhand, I don't recall what it's called, but it's devoted to collecting people's stories and reports. Yeah. There's, of course, the VAERS system, which is the voluntary vaccine uh, reporting they're, system. It's it's probably because they're down. They want you to get the shot. So they're downplaying uh, the, the seriousness of some of the effects. Um, my partner got a shot and uh, one of them anyway, and he only once or did he get two? Oh, no, no, no. He only got once. He Uh wouldn't do it again. Um, and yeah, he had some, I mean, he had some pretty, I mean, I don't want to say serious consequences. Like it didn't, he didn't end up in the hospital or anything, but yeah, I mean, it was bad enough. It was bad enough. It was, yeah, it made him sick. And, um, it was, I, I don't know if I would say it was as worse as when he, he's, he's also gotten COVID a couple of times oh. and there's been different variants. So some of them have definitely been not that big of a deal and others have been pretty bad. So um, I don't know. I would say his, uh, it was as bad as like the worst strain that he got of COVID, mm-hmm. um, but it was bad enough where it wasn't worth getting a future shot and risk getting and going through it again. Um, he would rather have covid then your risk getting covid again than getting the shot so it definitely there's I mean, definitely i read a article the other day um it's on emily burns dot vote and it's her article farewell boston may we meet again soon and she's running for some kind of office in uh massachusetts and she compiled the most data i've ever seen that was like comprehensive charts about um the fact that the vaccines at least just don't work and I was really, I it was really shocking to be able to see that because um, a lot of places, you know, they'll post something like that and it'll get censored or fact checked or whatever. Um, and I don't know, it doesn't get passed around, but that showed up in my feed. And if you look that up, um, it, it's talking about how she is leaving Boston because of the mandates, even though she's vaccinated. Hmm. Um, but she put together so much information. I don't know what uh, political side she's on. It's not like I'm saying, oh, vote for her or anything like that. But it's emilyburns.vote. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know a lot of people who have gotten the shot around here. Uh, most I'm, of the, I'm, oh. go ahead, Sam. I mean, honestly, I got it because I was afraid, like they would limit your travel over it. But I mean, at the same time, I don't think that they should be mandating people who don't want to take it to take it. Right. Yeah, I, I I feel like you're you you basically are coming at it from the same perspective that that kind of Bob, uh, my partner, came at it from, and he was he wasn't really he didn't he didn't necessarily want to get the shot, but he was like they're gonna make you get it anyway, so I'm just gonna do it because I want to go and do events and things, and of course he ha- I don't think he actually has gone and done any events, but yeah, same same kind of perspective. And of course, this, the studies. There's plenty of studies. There was just another one recently showing that the natural immunity that you get from having and defeating COVID and surviving it is more effective than any of these vaccines. Yeah, I'm so. older. Uh, I'm a I'm a little older than the Bob, and I didn't get it as bad as you know Bob has gotten. And he's in. I don't want to say he's in better shape, but he's he, he's probably in a little bit better shape. Um, I mean, I certainly don't eat anywhere near as healthy as he does. So. 
Um, I just want to give you another example here, Sam, since you'd asked about where to find this stuff. And I wish I could remember the website, but um, an old friend of the show, old co-host, Sam Dodson, he is posting actively every single day on Twitter, linking to other people's posts about the consequences ostensibly, right? Because the thing is... You can't say for sure that the health problems that people are suffering Mm. at age 20 or 30 or whatever, when they're otherwise very healthy adults, you can't say for sure it came from the vaccine. But here's one example. He posted this one earlier uh, today or no, I guess it was a few days ago uh, from someone on Twitter whose name I can't say on the radio. It's Amy says F's or F a lot. Um, she, she posts, she looks very young here in this photograph. She can't be any older than 30. She says, I'm fully vaxxed and boosted as of three months ago. No positive COVID tests, but may have had it having heart palpitations the past six weeks. And it's getting worse now happening six to eight hours total per day. And sometimes it's hard to breathe, she says. And so, uh, to his, his handle, by the way, on Twitter, if you want to follow him, is to the lifeboats. That's our old friend Sam Dodson at to the lifeboats. T o the lifeboats. Yeah, that that sounds that sounds kind of what I've experienced. I think and Bob has experienced too a little bit. Um, not not for like eight hours or anything like that, but probably like no more than I don't know fifteen twenty minutes or something like that. Yeah, just I mean, so many examples of like sports athletes collapsing on the field. You don't normally yeah. hear about that happening, and now it seems to be happening quite a bit. Uh, there's so many examples. Thank you, Sam, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. The stories are out there. They're just not getting reported in the mainstream media. It's just usually somebody posting on their own social media. Talk live. Phones are open. If you want to join us here, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Ian, Bonnie, and Chris in the studio here tonight. And as always, you can bring up whatever you want. I do want to say thanks to Ken Doyle, who is a platinum member of our AMPS program. We launched AMPS to replace the old AMPS system, which was uh, unfortunately shut down due to some website technical difficulties, combined with the fact that our credit card processor decided they didn't want to do business with us anymore. After more than a decade of no issues whatsoever, all of a sudden they dropped us. And uh, so we launched our AMPS Patreon, which is uh, going well. We've got over 70 people who signed up for it. So thank you to everybody who's joined over there. And Ken Doyle is a platinum, which means he's contributing at least 25 bucks a month. We only ask for five. So thank you, Ken, for going above and beyond uh, the request. Over yes, at, thank you. Yeah, over at amps.freetalklive.com. You get some cool perks. You get some benefits from doing that. And it helps us advertise, market, promote, support Free Talk Live. It's amps.freetalklive.com. So before we had a caller there, um, we were talking briefly about what happened yesterday. And as I was saying, Bonnie, you were on the show last night, so I'm sure you guys did some uh, recapping of what was a three-hour-long hearing. And so, I mean, it was it was pretty lengthy. It started at 3.30 in the afternoon. We got out, you know, just before 7 in the evening. And there were... You counted 80 people in the room, Chris, and that included the people with the masks on, right? 
Yeah. There I were mean, there like was only like or two or three of the. Yeah. Okay. Three or four, there maybe. Were like three or four um, people I in there. I counted each row basically mm-hmm. and then added up all, all the people on the, sides on the sides that were sitting there. I did not count. That doesn't include the committee hearing people or anybody that was basically around the committee hearing people because I just assumed that those were people who are like bureaucrats. Yeah. They're bureaucrats. And I was mostly concerned about counting our supporters. So one of the things I immediately noticed last night when I walked into the room is that half the committee wasn't there. The seats yes. <laughs> were half empty. These are 20 plus people. Like There's usually 20 to 22 people 21, on a committee. Uh, yeah, there's at least 21. The t- and they left every five minutes to go to the bathroom anyway. There was a lady, the lady with the mask on at the far right. She left like three times. Like, what I was think she she's doing? from Keene. Yeah, and she's the Keene one, I believe. Yeah, um, I mean, sometimes they have to take a phone call. Sometimes they have to go to the bathroom. All the time. They don't have to listen snack. to the community people talking yeah. about why they don't want them to... Um, impede on their liberties and change the way that they're living their lives. I mean, but at least they were there. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I would be less critical of that. I think I think really, honestly, like just the fact that nobody shows up is like... You're, I mean, that's yeah. worse. They're you're supposed bad. to be representing, you know, your your people you know you got people you're supposed to be representing and you're doing a poor job of it if you're if you're not showing up to the hearings they all did a poor job of it because they all voted against uh letting the people vote on this i, I agree uh, constitutional I, amendment and uh, every, you spoiled almost, the surprise so. uh, sorry well, <laughs> sorry, well almost every single person every single person except I, i'll say four people uh that spoke spoke in favor of them uh voting for it and Correct. giving great reasons a million great yep. reasons and of the people who spoke against it, three of them were state reps. So yeah. there was really only one person in the audience uh, who spoke against the, uh, the the provision. Everyone else who is not a state representative spoke in favor of voting for this constitutional amendment that would allow the people to vote on this. That's all the question was. It wasn't, are you in favor of independence? It was, are you in favor of allowing the people to have their say? And no, no, they are not. As you revealed, Bonnie, 21 out of 21 people voted today, this morning. We've got the actual audio that I can uh, bring up here because the the discussion is interesting from a you know face palm kind of uh position it's just ridiculous what these people have to say yeah. for their reasons and, and yeah one of the and, uh, is it fair to get into the reasons some of some of the things that they said because i yeah you can talk about what you heard last night and then we'll play one, the one of audio. the one of the things that you know they kind of were talking about during a hearing is how it might be treason for them to vote uh, you know, vote for uh to allow the people to vote on in- independence. Yes, and that's what he says. One I, of the I didn't guys. say this. I mean, I, I wouldn't really have been able to say this during the hearing, I suppose. But one of the things I really wish somebody had responded with is, um, you know, uh, well, if uh you don't think you can support it, that's fine. Uh, step down, and um, you know, uh, we'll replace you. <laughs> we'll replace you. Yeah, right. With somebody who feels who who has no problem with voting, you know, voting voting on this. But honestly, that's, that's ultimately what he was trying to scare the rest of the state reps with. This is one of the state reps who did quote unquote right. research about this. It was, was terrible was <laughs> on the stand for twenty seven minutes, yammering about this during the the hearing yesterday. He was trying to scare them into thinking they would be removed from office if they voted for this. And it's really sad to see that these people just uh, blindly followed the words of some 
guy saying that he spoke to the experts saying mm-hmm. that they will uh, get charged with treason yeah. if they vote on this. Just, just you know, that was all it took for them. They it, didn't do any of their own research at all. No, it was all third party um, stuff. But they basically were spouting off. It wasn't that we even had. There was even somebody there at the what was it the press uh, press conference who was a constitutional scholar, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't the expert scholar that Brody Deshays spoke to. Right. right, right, right. Well, and that's the thing. That's the thing I just kind of want to point out. It's like. Um, you know, it's it's amazing that it's like, okay, so you're going to basically this guy who doesn't really know what he's talking about. You have him up on the stand and you, you present him as almost like this expert. Yeah. And he did research in quotes. It's like, okay, what did you spend five minutes on the Internet? Did you even read the uh, the amendment? He didn't even really no. do uh, research I mean, on it. It didn't sound like not, he had even read the constitutional amendment that was proposed. No. It didn't. And I don't believe that he actually went and researched to decide if it was constitutional or not. I believe that he had an idea in his head that he was going to tell people that this is not constitutional and went and found the most convoluted ways to try to twist the Constitution's words to make it seem like what that. Is- because if he doesn't believe that, then he is an I mean, if he really believes what he was saying, he's an idiot, and I don't believe he does. I think he's a manipulative yeah. liar. What it sounded like he did is he went and he searched out this uh, this sort of issue on the internet, and he read some uh, basically propaganda pieces uh, produced by the media, and he didn't actually like consult anybody who knew anything about this at all. Um, it was just you know reading a few articles. Yeah, and he's going to be one of the primary people who is in this video from today. So mm-hmm. that last night, just for people that aren't familiar with the process. Last night was the public hearing, so anyone who wanted to could show up and speak in for, uh, favor or against this particular piece of legislation, which again would put on the ballot a constitutional amendment question of should we declare independence from the United States peacefully and form our own nation, basically. Uh, that was what the hearing was last night. It was in front of a committee of what was supposed to be 21 people, but I didn't count more than nine uh, at any point in that in that hearing, there's just people just yeah, didn't show up. I, I wasn't even clear exactly who were or, uh, there was on the committee and who wasn't. Um, there was three people who talked on the committee uh, out of nine, but the, I guess not everybody was allowed to talk. No, uh, the only person who wasn't allowed to talk was the Shays who had given a speech. Uh-huh. Um, and so there's some sort of rule that says he can't ask questions because he had his turn basically to to say his thing. Oh, interesting. Basically. Okay. Uh, but yeah, anyone who was sitting behind a desk at the front of the room was a state re- was a state okay. representative. So there were there were like four. I guess there were four people who who asked questions. Yeah. I think. Um, and then the rest of them that were there just were listened. I guess state reps, but they didn't. They yeah. just listened. They're not obligated to ask questions. Right. 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 So then this morning. The full committee, everybody was there this morning, no problem. They all showed up and voted on this particular bill. Now, it's just the committee, so now it goes to the state house. The committee voted 21 to 0 to kill the bill. But they can't kill the bill. All they can do is recommend that the full house kill the bill. And so now it will go in front of a full house vote, and it will be recorded, meaning that every single uh, vote, we will have a record of who votes how on this particular bill. And we're going to put that to good use. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. Porcupinerealestate.com. 
It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160 if you want to bring up whatever happens to be on your mind. We're talking about the New Hampshire Independence Constitutional Amendment, the historic hearing that happened last night. Probably the first time in, well, basically the the history of New Hampshire, maybe in many states, since the revolution that the people have had the chance to speak to their so-called elected representatives about independence. And so that happened last night. And we'll talk more about what happened today, where that very committee who heard the, you know, heard the various different testimony last night voted 21 to zero to try to kill the bill. And we will dig further into that coming up here in moments. Also want to let you know about Freedoms Phoenix. That is a liberty-oriented news aggregation site. If you want the newest and freshest stories and perspectives on current events from those who value liberty, freedomsphoenix.com has it. Their daily dispatch is the best way to stay up to date on science, technology, historical findings, liberty news, government overspending, and the rise of the police state. It's freedoms with an S, phoenix.com. That's freedomsphoenix.com. Let's go to Anita calling from New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, cool, you can hear me? Loud and clear. Go ahead. What's on your mind? Awesome. Well, I, I was just wondering, uh, you guys really voted uh, to get, uh, gain independence? Uh, that was we not on the vote. ballot yet. Uh, the idea is to get okay. that on the ballot here in New Hampshire. So we're going through a constitutional amendment process, and first it has to go through the state house. Oh, okay, okay. Um I was talking with my friend about that earlier because uh, New York, when you know all the state, all states every year petition to secede from the union. I remember uh, he put it in a way of I go ride the whip and the stick. I go ride the whip and the stick. Okay. It's really hard some to hear you right of, now. He's saying something that is some kind of a, a meme. It sounds like I don't think that actually had anything to do with whatever it was he was it just sounded like he was getting far about. away from his phone i couldn't understand yeah, what he was thanks saying. for the call uh it was pretty lame 603-283-6160 is the number so back to the uh the discussion here we were all in attendance last night the state reps clearly were quite ignorant last night regarding the amendment it's very short Okay, so it's not like a lot of bills where it's pages long, right? Like you have to try to figure out super short. Yeah, you're you're just now getting into this, uh, Bonnie. You're doing some bill review, or you're going to be doing some bill review for the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. And some bills are short; some of them are a couple pages long. But in most cases, you usually have to like compare the bill to what the old statute said, and you've got to go back and forth and see what one of the things changes versus the old. And it gets very co- confusing and convoluted. Yeah. This bill, this amendment, not confusing at all. It's like two sentences long. <laughs> and, I, I, it, it, you know, it's funny is uh, you, you really have to wonder sometimes if these these guys know how to read. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the uh, main guy, I don't remember his name, the main committee head, yep. he just couldn't read anybody's name. He read the name Caleb as Celeb. Celeb, yeah. Oh, my God. He read everything <laughs> uh, wrong. Names are, I, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him, I'll give him some... Uh, Leeway in the names department. But Caleb is like an ancient name. That's just one thing I just thought was crazy. Well, I mean, Aria Demezio, Aria Demezio is Caleb one is thing. Not that hard, but, but yeah. certainly Plus he some used others to work were. with Caleb because Caleb's a former state representative. <laughs> okay, it was just shocking how many times he did it. That's all. It's just I was like, wow, He's this guy old. can't read. He's very old. A lot yeah. of these people are very old, which is good for us. 
right? Yeah, because, people pass away soon. Right, they're going to go away at some point. <laughs> Even if we uh, lose. New Hampshire, uh, yeah, I'm just going to read this, this and see if it's too confusing for you, okay? Here's what it says. Uh, the, are you, this is what would appear on the ballot if this thing passed. Are you in favor of amending the first part of the Constitution by inserting after Article 7 a new article to read as follows? Quote, Article 7A, independent nation in brackets. New Hampshire peaceably declares independence from the United States and immediately proceeds as a sovereign nation. All other references to the United States in this Constitution, state statutes and regulations are nullified. That's it? That's it. It was so annoying last night because they were, somebody came up and asked the question. It was one of the old reps. He came up and asked a question of the reps that are currently serving. So if we put this in, would that mean that we were, we would have references to the U.S. Constitution that would be uh, directly uh, against what the the fact that we oh, were that a new independent nation? And I literally just wanted to scream. Did you not read the bill? That's right. The bill says that all references to the uh yeah, you know, the I, U.S. Constitution would be I, I don't gone. Think, I don't think these people understand. This is kind of disturbing, but they don't understand how, like, the law works, right? So the newer stuff supersedes the older stuff, and it's it's this is normal procedure. You don't un, you don't repeal old law generally. You pass new law that then supersedes the old law. But you wouldn't have to so, know that. You would just have to be able well, to read and have read right. two sentences. Right, but it. he's talking about conflicts, but the, there isn't a conflict because the new law supersedes the old law, and the new law you know, mean, removes the or changes the old it would law, be nice so it's no longer if, the case once you pass the new law. It would be nice it, if people <laughs> we elected to represent us at least knew that, but right. I, I wouldn't expect that. But I do expect them to know how to read. Yes, I, and you know, but I, I have to wonder if this wasn't just intentional manipulation, right? Yep. Like they pretending like they don't like you know as if i think they're just to, that ignorant yep. i think they you really, really think are. they're that ignorant i go back I mean, and forth I Chris. sometimes have, i think it's them pretending to be dumb i, I kept saying that right right night. right i mean i know that you know we have okay some people do have to understand that our, our legislature is made up of I, I think i don't know if the the word is like lay lay, lay people, people or if that's yeah, quite these the, are right not the professionals right. in that they're you know experienced legislators these are average folks who have a, some other kind of career or they're retired and they're getting paid a hundred dollars a year plus a gas stipend to they, be there it's basically yeah, a volunteer role they don't they don't represent a lot of people three thousand three hundred i think what was it what was it somebody uh i think we had a conversation with somebody in california where it's like three hundred and thirty thousand or something like that he wouldn't surprise me he couldn't understand like that's how many people like one of their reps represent and he couldn't understand like the 3,300 number he was he, he's thinking 33,000 or 330,000 or something like he just couldn't comprehend it because just there's yeah yeah that's well for some people it's priceless just to be able to be called honorable by mm. other people oh yeah they're in the power even yeah. though there's not a lot of power in one out of 400 because there's 400 state reps here they are into it. So let's jump into this audio because we're already kind of addressing some of the sure, things sure. That, that's going to come up here because, uh, you know, Brody Deshays is the main character in this. He's the young guy who did all this supposed research and talked to the supposed experts and rambled for half an hour. During, like he rambled for a good tenth of the entire, uh, you know, thing, or if not longer. No, I guess a sixth of the entire hearing uh, last night. And he goes off again with his usual spiel. But uh, but the full committee's here for this. This is what happened this morning. And here Move it is. to um, the uh, Constitution Amendment, uh, concurrent resolution uh, thirty-two. Representative Deshaies, that man doesn't know English. Uh, the Constitution Amendment. Well, he's old. I mean, so you do have he's to give somebody credit. He's not that old. For... He's not 90. He's he looks like he's in his, his 70s. 70s, maybe. Yeah, he's not I... 90. Well, I mean, in his... 
it, men in their 70s are going to die, most of them. So, I mean, this guy's <laughs> if near... If you make it to 70, man, you should be able to speak over the hill. Still. Yeah, it's... it's uh, anyway, going on. Got a motion to make? I'd rather criticize his ideas. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I'd like to motion ITL on CACR 32. All right, so the code there, ITL, stands for inexpedient to legislate. That basically means he's moving to kill the bill. Now, again, their recommendation isn't final. It just goes on to the full house, and then the full house decides what to do with it. We have a motion to ITL on um, 32, Constitution Amendment 32. We have a second. Representative Rollins seconds the amendment. And would you like to speak to your ITL? Yeah, I'll, I'll be brief. I mean, we... No, he won't. I, committee, you know, for people that weren't in committee yesterday, the committee asked me questions for probably about 27 minutes straight. And, um, but they were good, and it was a great, stimulating conversation. This is Many of us. This is Brody Deshays. He's oh. a young, very young member of the State House. He's 23. He's also one of the worst-rated Republicans. So the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance... Uh, we've talked a lot about how they do a rating of all 400 state reps every year, and they judge them based on how they vote on key issues of freedom. This guy's like a C or a C minus yeah, rated rep. They, the way that they grade C's is it would be an F when I went to if high school, school because yeah. he got a 51 or 57.1%. Yeah. That's a C. Wow. Yeah, that, that's a bad Republican. Probably the he's, worst he's Republican. He's one of the worst ones uh, in the Republican Party. Now, there's a lot of Democrats who are worse than he is, but. Uh, we're going to continue here. He's just getting uh, started in his critique of New Hampshire independence. He's going to do his best to scare his fellow state representatives who might support this into going with him and going against the bill, which they all ended up doing. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Phones open if you want to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can join us online anytime you want over at freetalklive.com. And we do have a social media site there over at social.freetalklive.com. It is our site. We run the thing. It is on our server. It's not being uh, controlled by a big tech mega media corporation like facebook or twitter or anything like that so you have a lot more freedom to speak on social.freetalklive.com head on over there and you can follow hosts from the show and other liberty-minded folks who happen to be signed up on the site but you don't have to be liberty-minded you can be whoever you want over at social.freetalklive.com with you tonight ian it's bonnie and Chris. So we're just getting started into what is going to be a 24-minute long discussion between a group of cowards uh, calling themselves state representatives. And one in particular, there were at least two actually, that spoke to Alu Axelman from the Liberty Block, and the, he's also the president of the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence. They told him verbally that they would support this bill, and then they didn't. So why is that? Typical liars, politicians. Yeah. I mean, this is, they say, cowards. What, they say what you want to hear to your face and then they hope you won't see wh- what how they, they do. actually do. Well, we did mm-hmm. see. And most people don't. Most people don't see what the politicians do after, well, after they tell them something. They the, just believe what they, they said they were going to do. They, they assume they did it. There's mm-hmm. one nice thing that has come out about um, because of all the COVID restrictions was that during the COVID initial situation in 2020, they wired the state house up for video. And yeah. so that 
Huge improvement. It is a huge improvement. Now, the video feed can be a little janky. You know, it is the government, so they probably... It's not yeah. an improvement when they were forcing it to be the only way people could come in to... No, that's true, Bonnie. You're right. Um, but now they are having the in-person hearings again, so we're sort of back to normal, basically, in the state house with the Democrats usually wearing masks, but otherwise, you know... And it's funny, too, because it's quite clear... <laughs> yeah, you can identify. <laughs> yeah, you can usually identify, but not always. There was one guy on the Criminal Justice Committee who's just really old, a really old Republican, and yeah. he had a mask on. But uh, the, usually it's the Dems. They all sit on the same side of the room together, all with their masks. But what was funny, because it was obvious that it's just a political statement... Right, because there's this one young Democrat on this committee that we were in front of last night. She's apparently from Keene. Mm. She's got she can't be older than thirty five or something like that, maybe forty. She's got a mask on. Uh and the chairman of the committee, who doesn't have a mask on, comes up next to her, leans down next to her <laughs> and was like whispering to her something in the middle of one of the, the speeches that somebody was giving. So He's well within the six foot, it's, uh, you know, radius or uh, di- whatever it is, six foot uh, restriction. And yeah. she just lets him. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't turn to him and say, stand back. It's a political <laughs> statement. <You know? laughs> That's so it's all it is. So just, it's just a political statement. Yeah, clearly. Uh, all right. So back to the video here. We're starting out with uh, Representative Brody Deshays, who is a vehement supporter of the empire he's the guy that we read the letter from a few days ago on the show where he is attacking new hampshire independence and so he's going to try to convince all the reps to go with him and shoot this bill down sat here uh for three hours and listened to testimony but we have to remember about the testimony that we heard yesterday did he listen though he he sat there for three hours did he actually listen i don't think so no is the constitutional ramifications were not touched even the people who did them were not touched Huh. I'm pretty sure I specifically... I mean, there were other people who spoke to the Constitution, but I'm pretty sure during my speech, I specifically addressed the constitutional ramifications and specifically talked about how Deshays, because I addressed him during my speech, that he ignored the fact that the Tenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution essentially says that unless something is specifically outlined in the Constitution... Then that right is left to the state. It's 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 amazing how the represented the, the the people who are attracted to power they're attracted to become representatives. A large portion of them are liars. Like mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. just that's the the type of personality you have to expect it yeah. that you know that that gets elected. Unfortunately, if you if you you know tell the truth or you're not good at lying, you, you don't get elected. Right. <laughs> or you don't or you don't seek election. Hmm. Let me go on. So he's lying here. Um, we absolutely addressed the concerns. Mental gymnastics regarding how the economic and the logistical situation could be remedied. Um, Mental at the gymnastics. End of- I mean, people up there, I think I was one of the ones that was the most just emotional and just saying things from the heart. Most people that went up there had very well written very uh, well put together and researched uh, speeches. There was no mental gymnastics. No. And, and it's actually kind of interesting to call it mental g- gymnastics because their own, uh, their side, I guess, so to speak, um, actually, said, they had basically come out with something that said that it, it, uh, and this is in regards to whether or not New Hampshire would be better off financially uh, Mm -hmm. because of the money that the federal government gives to New Hampshire. uh, And 
gives back to you. Mean. Right, right. So, Which is something he ignored during his speech. He just acted like, yeah. all this money comes right, in, where right. did it come from? Right. Well, one of the, one of the, there was, a, and this actually I think might have been an article, okay, uh, that was written by, you know, that perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And they even acknowledged that it, it, it it's, it's not, so the libertarians would effectively say something to the effect of, we would end up wealthier, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. But according to their own stats that they were looking at, now they, they kind of cherry pick this kind of stuff, but um, it actually showed that it basically it, it didn't have a negative effect. Okay, so it showed some years we would be doing better, and some years we might be doing a little bit worse, but more or less, it, it's at least which is BS, right? It's at least it's at least we wouldn't be any worse or any better. That's right? would be so much and that's, better. That's what they're. Well, I agree yeah. with you, right? Yeah. But. If you listen to their what they right. are saying, like when they actually bring out the numbers, right from their perspective, they're they're already saying that it's not it's not any better or worse. Meaning, like this whole this whole idea that we would we somehow would be because destitute, right? Because mm. they're suggesting that if we somehow break away, that we would be destitute, or you know, we would go under, or we would our society would collapse, or something, or our government would collapse. And that there's no evidence of that. Even no. their own statistics counter that like carla garrick uh, mentioned the average household if not the average person in new hampshire gives twenty five thousand dollars to the federal government every year in taxes yeah. think what you could do with an extra twenty five thousand dollars a, a lot that's <laughs> they, a down payment on a house yeah, yeah they uh twenty five thousand is like that's nothing uh i mean between my income taxes and tariffs and people will well, be you're people, a business owner i'm, I'm a business She's owner about the average right worker. but 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 here's the thing here's what i want to point out i see it you know, in my business, I see that $25,000 tariff, you know, that, you know, if we get a you know a truck of Wi-Fi adapters in or something like that. But people don't understand that when, you know, a year ago we were charging thirty four ninety seven for a Wi-Fi, one particular Wi-Fi adapter. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a $25,000 tariff on that now that we 25% ended up having. or 25%. 25%. That was okay. 25%. So $25,000 was like $100,000 worth of Wi-Fi adapters okay. somewhere around there. Right. Um, and when we had the $25,000 tariff, it's like, okay, well, now what do we do? Because we can't Gotta keep raise the, the same price. It's So it went from 34 to 40, 30. I think we went from 30. I don't, we didn't even we didn't even raise it as much as we should have. I think we mm. went from 34 to 39. So you ate it a little bit um, on profits. Right, right. But yeah. but that doesn't mean that there's not other there's not other price hikes on other products to compensate for that yeah, and sure. so you're still ultimately ended up, what what it means in in the in the scheme of things is if you take a look at like uh, if you go into a Walmart store basically the prices in and this is a statistic that Walmart gave out at some point at a press conference of some kind hmm. and when they when they instituted the 25% tariff Walmart said that prices rose across the store by about 13%. Wow. Because the, and the reason the reason for this is because not everything is tariffed. It's tariffed goods are things that are manufactured outside the United States. Mm-hmm. So it's it, that's why you're not seeing a 25%, a 25% raise in prices. You're only seeing a 13% raise. Right. But that's 13, that effectively is 13 you're you're making 13% less. You know, your money's going 13% not as far as it when used to. When you go to. buy electronics uh, right, at Walmart, right, yeah. right. And and uh, something I want to point out is this is this is not inflation. This is well, I mean, this is not the inflation that we talk about when no. we talk about you know inflation, right? That's right. So but this is a cost that the consumer has right, to bear, right? So it, and that would be gone in a free New Hampshire, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it would make our business more um, competitive if we were independent, because and not just my business, actually all of New Hampshire businesses would be more competitive. Because not only would we get rid of the tariffs, we would also end up um, with uh, a sale, a simpler sales tax system. Because so New Hampshire itself doesn't have sales tax, right? But uh, because of recent Supreme court rulings new hampshire or u.s Supreme court rulings uh every single business now has to collect taxes even 
if they don't operate in the state. Right. Or, but if you're part, if you're not part of the United States anymore, right. so if not we, your responsibility. Exactly. If we operated from Canada, we don't have to deal with any of that. Right. <laughs> it's literally they're incentivizing people to move their businesses outside the United States. Yep, that's right. Uh, we got more coming up here. More from this hearing this morning. I guess hearing's not the right word, but executive session, as they call it, where the state reps sit around and they talk about why they're going to kill New Hampshire independence and why they're just a group of cowards. We'll talk about it. They'll uh, give us plenty of stuff to discuss. You're, of course, welcome to join in. The number is 603-283-6160. But this doesn't end here. This is just their recommendation, and then it moves to the full house. More coming up. Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved. To stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down and to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio with you, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Chris. We are digging into what happened this morning. After last night, there was a three-hour-long hearing where the public, people rather, were able to speak to their so-called representatives about independence, and specifically about a bill that would simply put on a ballot in 2022, in November 2022, the question for voters to answer as to whether or not we should peacefully declare independence from the United States. That's all this bill would have done. It simply would have handed the question to the people. But all 21 of these state representatives decided they were going to side with the federal government and stop anyone from expressing their opinion on a ballot about this <laughs> i i thought it was kind of humorous how they were talking about how they were like talking about how this would like it, it, it destroy democracy or something but at the same time isn't that exactly what they were doing by refusing to allow the people to vote on to have a democratic the, vote right yeah. to have a democratic vote yeah on that's exactly issue. right i it just seems so hypocritical, hypocritical. Yeah. i have a side note a little mm-hmm. off topic i just realized we were on we were out there talking about a bill to declare our independence and i wish they had started off my speech for years we have fought these machines <laughs> that would have been great the morpheus quote yeah uh so we got the video up from this morning's hearing this is the discussion that transpires between the state reps on the federal relations committee uh prior to their vote to try to kill this bill which again by the way they can only vote to recommend that the full house kill it the full house will vote on this so we will find out what all 400 of them or however many uh, many of them have to be in the room on the day 
have to say about it probably within the next week or so it may it may come up as soon as next week on thursday i don't know how long of a break we're going to have but it will be soon ramifications so this is brody deshays the uh pro pro federal pro empire young republican state rep here so we're not touched even the people who did the mental gymnastics regarding how the economic and the logistical situation could be remedied um at the I'm end of the day we have the we- article about how He's the one doing the mental gymnastics, it's, going over every single word it, he and said. The, and the crazy thing about this is, like, the constitutional amendment isn't what would would resolve any issues that got created. That's not how you would do that. The constitutional amendments, if you look at them, they're actually short, and it's it's, right. it's left up to the legislature to pass laws to right. you don't ad- want adopt to... you know whatever it fixes because because you can't change the constitutional amendment. You can change the law though. Yeah, and that actually is a, an objection that the chairman of the committee brings up is that he wants a plan. Like, there's no That's plan. Not here, how that he works. Says. <laughs> and it's like you don't, you can't put a constitutional amendment in that is 20 pages of you know whatever they no. think they might do once no, this thing. Because it doesn't give you room to adapt to change no. over time. You mm. want to keep the amendment short because people have to read it. Yeah. Imagine, right? imagine if they like dictated in the Constitution. I don't know something, something, something that was like. How we're supposed to do trade with giant, right. you know, boats they used to use right. in the 1600s. It's whatever. actually kind of humorous because they actually do have some things like that in the Constitution mm-hmm. and they were mistakes. Yeah. And um, I think like things like um, like how we deal with uh, tribes and things like Native mm-hmm. Americans. Right. Like it is a really terrible solution. It seemed OK at the time, but because it's in the Constitution, it's hard to get it, it out. It, right. It's hard to remove. It's hard to change. And so we don't. And it's like and everything that we yeah. do in response is basically just violating the Constitution because it's it's not workable. It's not a workable solution. However, had it been in law, it would have been, you know, it would have been adaptable. And and basically the Constitution, uh, only things that, you know, you don't want to make easy to change like independence right. um, should be uh, passed in that way. And then any changes, you know, in regards to trade or, you know, uh, you know, basically anything that, you know, will change over time um, should be written into law. He took an oath to the U.S. Constitution, to the state constitution. That oath recognizes by taking that oath to both constitutions and with both constitutions recognizing uh, joint sovereignty over issues in this country. Um, it, it, it doesn't make sense for us to be violating that oath as a uh, as a um, as legislators. There's also I don't then- think any of those uh, specific people you know signed a contract with the federal government to become part yeah. of it and, and they the, did take an oath though the it, oath says uh and oaths are to be generally considered a hmm. serious thing to do and the oath does reference allegiance to the united states so he is saying that he would be he would consider himself in violation of that oath by voting in favor of letting the people make this decision so so are you are you in violation of your oath for trying to change your oath and if that's the case then you you can never uh, you can't get out right right that's like, what he's arguing is, he's but the arguing other thing he's arguing is, is even more insidious and stupid and it's the mental gymnastics i'm talking about it's because he believes and i was going over everything he said um mm-hmm. in the video that you took this morning he believes that by voting to allow the people of new hampshire to uh, for voting to play odds pass on this, which would ultimately help this bill get through legislation and right. uh, the people would be allowed to vote on whether or not to leave the Constitution. He believes that he is part of a constitutional process. And by being part of a constitutional process to do something that he believes is treasonous, he could be charged with treason. And he's, you know, uh, 
breaking his oath that way. He's really not. All he's doing is allowing the people to make an amendment the way right. that the complete he's not voting to leave the United States. This yep. is this is like selling your child into slavery and then mm. saying, "Well, you can't change that because you're a sl- like you're already a slave." Right? Right. Like yeah, seriously, right. like yeah, that's right. th- this is not moral. If that is right. the case, if your oath really says that you can't change it through the the you know the the formal legal process, that's mm. I mean that you shouldn't have sworn that oath. Yeah, and right. let's just say he's. Let's just say he's on to something here and that it is somehow a violation of his oath to the United States to be allegiant with the United States, whatever they do. Right. So and, they go and they're bombing and, innocent people around the world. You have to stay uh, allegiant. allegiant and with isn't them. there another issue because you're forced, you're effectively forced to take that oath in the first place. So how yeah. can you even. Yeah, you can't join any... the office and right. not take the oath, supposedly. Right. So if I were to ever be elected to state rep, I would refuse to say that part of the oath. Right. And, mm-hmm. then, you know, and, then, you, and then what happens? Right. You probably won't be allowed in office. You and in. if you won't be in right. office, you have it's no... constitutional. Right. That oath of office is in the U.S. Constitution, or not the U.S., it's in the, uh, the New Hampshire Constitution and the words united states were added later on it wasn't there in the beginning that was something that they added later so anyway the point that i wanted to make on this is even if it is a violation of the oath didn't they already violate their constitution the united states has violated their own constitution in so many different ways why would you be obligated to stay allegiant in allegiance with them when they haven't obli- you know they haven't uh, upheld their obligations they should be allowed to stay or get out of their <laughs> allegiance with the US constitution at least just simply based on the fact that nobody isn't allowed to use his first amendment right to free speech right now there's mm-hmm. other that's just one that's thing one there's a million. they don't they only need one but there's that's trillions one. there are so many other reasons this is hypocritical too just because okay so so if 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 we're going to be not hypocritical then you should be supporting the uh, return of the king um, because effectively yes. it was illegal to declare independence from Great Britain. And so, there was actually a guy who made that point last night. Right, it was hilarious. Right. It's like, like seriously, you are a bunch of hypocrites if you actually think that this is somehow like violating your oath or that, you know, we can't, right. we can't break away because it would be illegal. Yeah. And when that guy got up and he was hilarious, by the way, I talked to him afterwards. Yeah. He's a free talk live listener. He yeah. actually, he actually drove up from Virginia to make that statement in front of this this hearing, so it was great. Amazing. Uh, we didn't play what he what he did, but uh, if you it go, was, to, it was it was hilarious. Yeah, if you go to the Freekeen Odyssey channel, go to video.freekeen.com. It's a long video. It's three hours long. He's it's, the guy with like the long hair ponytail. Yeah, and he's really tall and blondish. He, yeah, and he's from he's I forget his name, but he, he's from Virginia, and he gets up there and he acts as though he's like a British, uh, <laughs> like a, he's a loyalist. He's, a loyalist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Loyalist. He's uh, he's a loyalist to the British, and he says we need to go back to the Queen. Basically, yeah, it's hilarious. And I can still consider myself part of the whatever it is the right. kingdom the yeah. it's well, it, it should it's that video clip that should be cut from that long video great. because yeah. it's such great content yeah and then the uh, chairman of the committee is like well that's never gonna happen <laughs> so he He's understands. extremely dim i'm telling you we're guys. gonna continue here in moments uh we got lots more from this hearing uh what we're not hearing the, the discussion they had this morning prior to voting against letting the people have their say on independence there's more coming up, though. The number is 603-283-6160. If you want to join the discussion, you can also take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. The phones are open here. 
If you want to join us, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Chris. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. It is a great place to go and get started learning about cryptocurrency. You can head over to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started at the top of the page, and that will take you to some introductory videos. If you're in a super rush, just watch the first one. It'll take you, I think, about three minutes of your time. You'll get some of the basic concepts down, and I suspect you're going to want to watch some more after that to learn more and dig in deeper into the world of crypto. There is a little bit of a learning curve. You should understand some of the basic concepts, the new ideas like decentralization, distributed blockchain ledgers, and things like that uh, that you can learn over at Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started at the top of the page. If you're not new, however, to crypto and you want the latest news headlines, Just get over to news.bitcoin.com. Speaking of news about Bitcoin, wow, is it on a discount right now. It has dropped (laughs) like a rock. Uh, Today, scraping as low as $35,400. Right now, it's just above $36,400. And just looking here at the uh, the last week, it's down 15%. So it literally fell off a cliff, I guess, during maybe the overnight hours uh, last night, but Wow. Yeah, it definitely is a good time to to buy. I want to say buy in. I hate buying though. I, yeah, I really do. Better to earn I'd it. much rather earn it. I'd much yeah. rather receive it as payment. Somebody has to um buy I'd rather, it. And, and for that matter, spend it. Somebody yeah. has to put the dollars into fiat dollars into Bitcoin. Yep. And it's usually a good plan to do it over time. Don't do it all at once, but you know, get some at the end. You know, if you get paid on Friday. Get some on Friday in one week, then get some on the next Friday, and then you know, it's just sort of add to your Bitcoin balance over yeah. time. Uh, that's my opinion. You know, I'm yeah, not a financial expert, but that's what I believe. It, it, preferably, my my preferred method of acquiring it is providing services and products. Uh, yeah, but if I have you a, can get it business. that way, that's um, great. But you know, another another way is some people get it is you know they ask for it as a form of payment and their yep. paycheck is you know sometimes it's a, a percentage or something of that nature. And um, if you can do it, if you have an employer who's taking crypto, that might be uh, a good way to, to get it. Check you also out. don't get to decide what price you get it at if you just get it when you're earning, but you do if you buy it. Check out Bitcoin.com. Uh, we go to your calls and thoughts. Jordan is on the line in our very own New Hampshire. Go ahead, Jordan. Uh, thanks. I was just going to mention I uh, attended the hearing yesterday in Concord, and I was thinking about um, some questions regarding money and finance. And I was thinking that if we modeled ourselves on Switzerland and became even possibly new Switzerland, and diplomatically, environmentally, and especially financially, then that could perhaps address some of the issues that were brought up. Now, when you talk about Switzerland, you, you know, diplomatically, you mean neutral, neutrality, meaning that uh, they don't get involved in global conflicts? Yeah, I mean, it would be written into the Constitution that, you know, there would be no no war outside the borders of any aggressive type. Doesn't Japan have something like that, too? Uh, they didn't in the past. Maybe they do now. But uh, post nineteen. 19- 50 yeah or whatever i don't know it's an interesting question that would be a, a great idea i mean i don't know about modeling ourselves exactly after switzerland doesn't sound like they're the freest place in the world to me but um i do like the idea of writing in that we will not get involved in other other countries yeah, foreign it's, conflicts it's about it's about neutrality though it's not mm-hmm. about their form of government um no I, I don't necessarily think like that's a terrible idea it seems like it seems like a very liberty-minded uh, stance to take and you know i you know at the end of the day it's like 
who are you going to invade? I mean, like what I mean, what are you what are you going to do with those with that army that you if you let's say New Hampshire got became independent and you put together an army, who are you going to invade? You're going to invade the United States? I mean, what what could you possibly gain from invading the United States, right? Like your numbers are going to just be so uh lopsided in terms of military powers. You're going to invade Canada? Same thing. Canada is small in terms of population and military power, but it's still Bigger than New yeah, Hampshire. Yeah, it's still bigger than New Hampshire, right? It's they're still going to out be able to outwage war on us. Um, and wh- what are we going to do? What, are we going to go overseas? I mean, most most militaries don't have overseas capabilities, mm-hmm. uh, at yeah. least not to the degree where they could actually go across a huge ocean like that. Even Russia doesn't really have the capability. I mean, th- yeah, they can throw, they can shoot some nukes at us, but they can't. They don't have the naval forces and ability to come over and invade they could probably easily bomb uh, alaska they can bomb all they want yeah. but they can't take it over like there's a difference of taking something over and and bombing you know bombing the heck out of a, another nation right by the way um, switzerland according to the fraser institute index of economic freedom uh the rankings for 2019 show switzerland at number four on the planet so after hong kong singapore mm. and new zealand switzerland is the most economically so, free country. One nice. of the things that's neat about Switzerland is Switzerland isn't – we think of it as a country, but it's actually more of a country of countries. And as, oh, really? I, as I understand it, um, Switzerland is more of what the United States was supposed to be. It's uh, it's basically made up of – I mean it would be more of a – Independent states? Independent – it's more like – I think their counties are basically indep- more or less independent of each other. Jordan, and what do you – there's what, very little uh, federal uh, involvement. involvement. Yeah, there's not – there's a very, very weak federal government. Jordan, have you ever been there? Are you familiar with that that structure? Well, I know that they were founded in 1300, and they were founded as wow. a confederacy or a confederation. And I think they were federalized or nat- nationalized in the 1800s or something like that. But I, I, what you're saying is sounds familiar so as far as their mm-hmm. um, organizational structure. Yeah, most of the like laws are at the – again, it would be like akin to a county, but they're effectively independent – they're sort of they're not fully independent nations. Don't get me wrong, but the federal government doesn't have that power to like dictate stuff, you know, at the county sort of pseudo county level, basically. Nice, Jordan. Anything else about it you want to share tonight? No, I would like to say that you know the the reasons why you know New Hampshire would make the same decision is you know the same reason why Switzerland left the Holy Roman Empire. You know, they were tired of the war and the you know constant terror. It seemed like. Thanks, Jordan, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. The numbers... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's just crazy that the representatives last night acted like, oh, it could never happen. It could never happen. And Switzerland is an example of basically exactly what we would be doing. Yeah, yeah. Secession can and has happened all around the world in, you know, every continent. But it's a perpetual union. It's just one example. There are many, many examples of... I mean, think about the history of civilization. It's thousands Mm -hmm. of years we're talking about. And there's a lot of change that's occurred. I mean... It's it, I mean, it's it's literally been uh, probably on a generational basis. The fact that we've actually gone 200 years is actually 200 something. Yeah, yeah. that's that's actually like uh, in some respects, that's a long time to well, not have a major change in government. We're, due. Um, yeah, we're coming to the end here. And, and one of the yeah. speakers more than one last night made the point that we're in the decline of the empire and you better get out before it crumbles in upon itself because it's going to get ugly and we can avoid a lot of that ugliness by simply walking away. But yet these people have like, you know, a U.S. ethnocentrism or 
whatever, right? Like they mm. truly believe, or U.S. exceptionalism, they truly believe the United States is this God-created thing that is unending and it shall last for all eternity and you can't leave yeah it's it's sad it's it's very you know it's it this is sad it's delusional it's it's sad but it reminds me very much of uh north korea in that respect mm. you know the population is brainwashed and yeah, that's true um it's like nobody questions that like it, they're brainwashed right they and don't have a dear leader like they do in north korea but the dear leader is the united states it is. as an idea it's, they've mm. effectively accomplished what north korea has has uh you know through maybe in some respects less drastic means but they've achieved the same results there's more coming up here if you want to join us you can weigh in 603-283-6160 this is free talk live free talk lives video archives have been on library for years library is an uncensorable decentralized blockchain-based media sharing protocol and we're big fans of it here on free talk live in 2020 library launched odyssey a video sharing website to compete with youtube and it's really taking off now with over 1 million channels many of whom are disaffected youtube creators during youtube's crackdown for not towing the government line on covid the free talk live youtube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com Talk live, phones open. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. We're talking about independence and the bill that has now been rejected by the State House Committee that first heard it. Now, that doesn't mean that it's done. Apparently, it is now going to go to the full State House, all 400 reps, and they will have what's called a roll call vote. It, it Do you know when? It ain't, da- it, it ain't done, even what if t- the 400 votes goes down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. because this is going to come back again and again and I again. I hope so. Uh, and it takes, it takes having reps with the guts to it do does. this, though. It does. And, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens to the seven and, reps. It's going to be interesting mm, to see, because seven reps put this forward. There's been a lot of heat put on them by the by the mainstream media and the people that love the, the United States. So the question is, can Mike Sylvia retain his seat if he runs again this year it's an interesting question um i i suspect i suspect the answer is yes but, i hope so um yeah and i hope so too for sure uh but I, if he know, does that's a good sign I, for this. it absolutely is and i think we're gonna i i think this is this is a we've had a major 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 breakthrough just the fact that we got this on uh we got we got reps to you know, sign on board when yes. it makes them uh, kind of a pariah. It makes I them think. a target. Yeah, it makes yeah. them a target. And the fact that we've done that, I think, is just demonstrated the growth uh, of the movement. The movement. Yeah. You know, the Free State Project, the larger migration movement. Yeah. Uh, the fact that we're actually having, and and they even were talking about at the hearing itself, the the effectively the enemy was saying, and and I'm constantly hearing this now from you know the Democrats and Republicans that. They we've taken over and it's like we haven't. That's nope. an exaggeration. We're late, maybe a tenth of the. We're getting there, and yeah. and they're right about that. And it wasn't even all the liberty reps that was. You know, it was actually several who weren't free staters right. who signed on to this, and it was a couple who were free staters. Mm. 
Uh, and it'll actually it's going to be interesting to see how the so-called liberty reps end up voting on this. Are they going to vote against this because they are they want to they vote against their own bill? No, not their own bill, but the the liberty reps. There's like forty of them. Oh, right? oh, oh, you're talking so, about the other yeah. liberty-minded people, right? right the ones because who, again, yeah, right? Because they're also afraid, especially at this point in time. Because again, the the liberty people don't have dom- they don't dominate, right? right? It's you know at most a hundred people out of a four for at least for yeah. the house out of four hundred. There so, are things that the people who are the establishment the who are against this bill the yep. democrat and republican quote-unquote leadership the establishment are against this bill and so it'll be interesting to see if they threaten their uh their members and, and they what do they that planted. they yeah. definitely do that so they could they could do that let's go to your calls though and thoughts uh, dominic you're on free talk live calling from ohio go ahead hey first of all did you guys see the article written by um NHPR. It was a pretty good, well-written article today. Yeah, it was about, all right. Of uh, course, they dragged out the claim that Mike Sylvia used racist language, mm-hmm. and then uh, the, when they're referring to something he said about he wasn't being a racist, <laughs> he was simply saying that we could pander to uh, people who want to close the border down. Yeah, this is uh, uh, this is slander and manipulation. Yeah, it was pretty awful. <laughs> that part I didn't care for, but you know, I still appreciate the fact that they sent a reporter out to the to the press conference because he was the only mainstream media reporter there that i could identify agreed yeah um anyway i reason for my call tonight um i've got a friend from high school and um he got a master's in economics if that tells you anything but uh he's um he's like fallen really big time down like the the leftist like he loves these government programs and you know loves Big status. And Has he ever seen like he loves power? Because I feel like if you learn about the way that the United States uses economics uh, wrongly, and then you start to love it, he just must want power. Maybe um, he's always like bringing up stuff deliberately to me to kind of get me going, and I feel like I waste my energy with him trying to you know debate. I'm just wondering. It's kind of an age-old question, but how do you guys personally deal with people who? You know, you just can't stand what they believe and um, you completely disagree with what they they bring up all the time. I moved to New Hampshire. Yeah, I don't really have that problem here. Well, I have the problem since I've newly newly moved from Texas to uh, New Hampshire. I have the problem like on social media, like people that used to be my friends that are always posting things that are like so contrary to what I I believe and they know I believe it. So I usually just remove them from my friends list. I mean, one thing you can do if you really care about this person is ask him when he brings up, you know, like, oh, did you know that uh, printing more money is actually like the best way to run America? Obviously, I'm (laughs) making him sound stupid on on purpose, but you just ask him, do you think that that is do you actually think that that's the best way to make the world a better place? And how are they going to defend that? I I don't see how Keynesians can defend their viewpoint if you ask them that. The crazy thing is people are saying that. They are saying yeah. we just should print more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, questions are the best way. Just to get to your your question here, Dominic, it is always the best way to have a conversation with somebody is to ask questions. You know, hopefully you can get them thinking from a different perspective. But the odds are, you know, or if this person doesn't seem to be able to analyze his own positions or answer a question honestly, then, then yeah, if they yeah. want to answer a question honestly, then it might be time to move on and find a different uh, group of people to spend your time I, with because your time's limited. Yeah. I, I you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I have an interesting, I think I feel like kind of have an interesting perspective on this. I think, 
I'm somewhat insulated. I kind of live in a bubble, but at the same time, I like to hear what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's good, especially for those who moved to New Hampshire. So, um, but at the same time, I wouldn't waste my breath. I mean, I do a lot, I guess, but I try to avoid wasting my breath, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to convince people, right? It's better not to have to convince people of your ideas, but to convince me, I'd rather convince people to move who share my ideas. That's and my hard views, enough. Right? right. Right. That's hard enough. Right. Like I, I'm not going to, you know, waste my breath trying to convince somebody who I'm not going to convince anyway. You know, it's like it, people rarely change their mind. It's it's. Yeah. And if they do change their mind, they're likely to be convinced by somebody else in the opposite direction next week. That so can be true. Uh, you know, I much rather I much rather talk to people who actually care about the same things I do. Um, and if they do, there's a good chance that I don't have to convince them to move. They're just going to do it on their own because they, they share the same idea as I do. Anything else, Dominic? Um, that's all. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you guys Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. Sarah, Sarah, you're on free talk live calling from uh, New Mexico. Go ahead. Oh yes. Um, have you guys heard that? You know, the smokers, they have a hard time with a coronavirus as opposed to non-smokers. I, uh, I think they have a hard time with most diseases as opposed to non-smokers. It's just all around bad for you. So do fat people, by the way. People who are uh, very overweight have a very difficult time with uh, COVID. In fact, I believe some study recently showed that COVID specifically targets fat cells. Uh, so it almost seems as though it was designed to take out the fattest people, which is kind of interesting. Seems like it, it seems fat, like it's targeted cells, to kill huh? to kill people with health problems, and uh, certainly that would include obese people and elderly. It's it's almost like they're trying to curtail possibly. I mean, it almost seems like it's the purpose is prosperity because if you kill off this, the weakest, this is the craziest thing. Well, you kill off the right, kill off the weakest people. Um, you actually do end up with some prosperity, whether it's Nazi Germany when they when they killed off old but people. But that's only if that's and, all it did. Instead, they went and locked down people who yeah, were. This is to true. This is true. That's the that's the counter the counter thought to this. So the government regulations actually killed prosperity, yep. and then the COVID killed and other people. The, the other the other time uh, that I'm thinking of, and again, Nazi Germany isn't. A, I'm not suggesting we do that, but um, the other time was when there's uh you know plagues plagues uh when half the population basically mm-hmm. died out the post those plagues there was actually a lot of prosperity sarah your thoughts uh, you mean the uh, bubonic plagues that the spanish was there was a lot of prosperity um i don't i don't think no those that, are real but... like bad situations yeah I mean, bubonic plague, we're talking it, about it eliminated a third of right. europe or we're, whatever talking about, or he was talking, talking about after, about after yeah. immediately following the plagues because of resources being plentiful relative to you know what they were before now all of a sudden people were able to prosper well there is something to be said and thank you sarah for the call tonight of you know na- nature does cull its herd from time to time using things like natural disaster using things like plague if you look at forests they using regularly- things like the government to create viruses <laughs> they regularly burn forests burn right like, yeah and then new growth comes That's up true. and it's fresher and it's stronger uh hey thanks for the call sarah we got more coming up here you can join us we also have a lot more we've gotten through a minute and a half of this video <laughs> So far from the committee hearing this morning. There's just so much dumb in it. There really is. Uh, We can mine the hell out of it. And you can, of course, call in as well. Bring up whatever you want. It's Free Talk Live.
open phones. If you want to join the show, the number 603-283-6160. And we'll also continue picking apart this discussion the state reps had here in New Hampshire this morning about independence, uh, specifically about the question of whether or not the people should be able to vote on it. 21 out of zero on the committee said, nope, people should not be able to vote. We will decide. And uh, with you tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Chris. Don't forget, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features on the site. They're all free. So head over at freetalklive.com. You can download archives of the show anytime you want. You can also uh, join our podcast. Uh, Put that into your podcast client. Just go to feeds.freetalklive.com. You'll find the podcast RSS feed there. That's feeds.freetalklive.com. And we're raising money for Give Directly, which is the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. Research shows giving cash to people living in poverty can help drive a range of important positive changes in their lives, like employment, nutrition, health, and education. Plus, that cash allows individuals to invest in what they need instead of relying on people thousands of miles away choosing for them over at give directly they've delivered over 400 million dollars to over a million people in just the last decade alone and what they do is they send them mobile money uh, basically giving them cash with no strings attached if you want to help them out they're helping right now people in bamet and Kalifi counties in kenya who are in serious need of assistance and we are matching your donations of up to thirty thousand dollars in total so if you want to help out go to give.freetalklive.com that's give.freetalklive.com steve is in michigan steve you're on free talk live go ahead hi um yeah i was just wondering um with crypto i i have a question because i am a crypto investor and i um was wondering well, but i do it all publicly you know like uh uh through uh coinbase um i was wondering is there any way that you can anonymously um get cryptocurrency um as far as anonymous cryptocurrency you would want to go through another individual would seem like the best way to me i mean even though that's not truly anonymous because they yeah, obviously what do you mean? know who you are what do you mean but... by anonymous well <laughs> just that they so well because i i feel like it, you know i'm i i i like the concept of counter economics and i think that it's very powerful uh when it comes to combating state uh, power and I think um, I just I just don't know how to engage in counter economics through cryptocurrency. I also am a uh, precious metals uh, holder, but I, I I do have cryptocurrency, but it all is trapped. Like so I just I counter economic. You're like, against the economy. Well, counter economics in the sense that uh, mainstream mainstream economics. Uh, basically, you know, everything is tracked, right? So counter economics is the idea that you resist the state through um, hiding economic activity. Basically. I've never heard that term before. It's a it's a, really? a kind of a left liber- liberal or left libertarian viewpoint. If you look up Samuel Konkin, he wrote a paper about it. Uh, it's about agorism. You've probably heard of agorism. Oh before. yeah, absolutely. Agorism is generally considered counter economics oh, uh, okay. because you're sort of against the standard system, basically, uh, as I understand it. But uh, so, Steve, you may want to look into privacy coins. There are a bunch of them out there. There's of course Monero, which is the biggest one. Uh, there's also a lot of people like uh, the pirate coin, which is called R A. I don't know, three R's or something like that come after that. Uh, so there's those two. And there's probably half a dozen, if not a dozen or more alternatives out there. So. I just want to know, do you have the internet, Steve? 
Because most people uh, learn yes, about this do. themselves via well, videos. I, mean, I just don't get it. I mean, it's like start. Sarah calling us and asking about, um, you know, essential oils when she could Google it, but she's afraid of touching the All right, so public computers. Well, start you know, page. Like, Type in S-T-A-R-T-P-A-G-E dot com in your browser and you will find a search engine. And if you, you search for like Monero or, you know, R or something like that, you can definitely find yeah, sites that will tell you more about this. There are also websites out there that will allow you to exchange cryptocurrencies without having any kind of... Uh, uh, you know, ID requirement. So, and I don't know offhand what they are, but there are several of them out there. They, of course, will take a fee in order to do that. So, you could take whatever Bitcoin or whatever you want and just flip it into one of the privacy coins and, you know, then just don't tell anyone that you have it, I guess. Um, so, there so, you go. So, you think that the privacy coins are, are probably pretty private, though? Like, it's not something that the the government or prying eyes could get you know their hands on well i'm not a programmer so i can't tell you that i have actually reviewed the code myself but it certainly seems like the monero uh for instance is very trusted in places like darknet marketplaces uh that that to me is a hallmark of quality right there but uh you know the irs is demanding that i think they've put up like a five hundred thousand dollar bounty for anyone that can crack monero uh, so, I mean, there's Same. there's no doubt they're trying, but by all public indicators, at least, they have not succeeded at uh, at cracking that yeah, system. Yeah, they can link stuff um, in some instances, like if you use it wrong and things like that, uh, potentially. Um, it's kind of like encryption. You know, if, if they seize your phone just because you have signal on it, and signal is a terrible example, but that does they're going to be able to access your encrypted messages, right? All right. Well, okay. So, I have another question. Okay. I don't know uh, how... How I could well, I'm I'm sure Google would have some answer, but I want to know your guys' opinion. If I were to, so I'm heavily invested in the crypto right now. If I wanted to sell it, is there a safe way to do that without getting government? Excuse me, government ire from that? Like you should just spend it instead. As far as I understand, there's nothing illegal about selling it. It's uh, again, I'm not a lawyer, so you should consult a lawyer, but. Um, you can, you should be able to sell it. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, most, most of it, most of the, most of it is about regulations, right? Yeah, I think like, the so problem, that you do it correctly. I, th- I think the problem through, is right. that if you sell it through like an online system where they track you, then they would potentially report you to the IRS as a capital gains, I, I guess would be the, the concern that a lot of people have about selling it. Um, but if you, you know, have a group of people that, there are locals who have some crypto or they want some crypto and you sell it privately to that person, then it's up to you to report uh, to, to taxes. And that's that's your choice. And this is not financial case, advice, right. right, Ian? It's not financial advice. advice. I'm not a financial <laughs> advisor. So I said it's up to you. You've got to know you know what whether or not you want to report this stuff. It's, you know, there's risks involved in, in not doing right, that. Right, because how, they, how do they classify it? Is it a security? Is it a treasury? I have no they all idea. classify it Is differently. It they all disagree. Yeah, I have no idea what they, what they believe. They constantly change what they believe. And as Bonnie points out, every federal bureaucracy has their own opinion about it. So there's no real clear anything uh, about when it comes to crypto and it's to me it's not even clear how you could possibly keep track of it honestly like they supposedly they want you to to keep track of how much you paid for it and then somehow know when you sell that exact crypto and how much you sold it at and to me that's like that's an impossible task if you buy regularly individually unless they individually target you there's no way that they would really know what is going on but you know, I mean, 
it, it's a hard thing because it's like, you know, you, if you, if you try and, because, you know, you want to try and subvert the government essentially because they're harming everyone, right? They're super evil. <laughs> so you, you know, through uh, counter economics, right. Through basically trying to avoid the system and uh, uh, use, uh, you know, uh, currencies that uh, can't be monitored by them, uh, you know, they'll, they'll try and find out if you're doing that and then they'll try and come after you for it. Right? Yeah, well, the fact and is if they like, want to come after you, they're going to come yeah, after I, you. I don't, so. I don't necessarily think, I don't think that's an accurate description to be honest. Um, we're, you know, most of us are going through legal processes for stuff. Um, and this idea that it's some sort of, you know, some, you know, we're, you're suggesting that we're operating some sort of criminal enterprise here and I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't think anybody's well, operating no, any kind of criminal enterprise. Not at all. I, I I, I I mean, <laughs> trust me, I I, uh, I don't think that it's it's uh, criminal what you guys are doing. I think what you're doing is courageous. Uh, I oh, really what are you we're not doing anything. We're yeah, running a saying? radio show. Yeah, what are you saying? He keeps saying you're trying to uh, go yeah. around paying taxes. You're putting words you're, in yeah, he's mouth. putting words in her mouth. That's what you're trying to do. I mean, no, no, no. Go. I didn't say that. I think I think that people should be able to engage in commerce no, that is without what you said. having the prying eyes of the government. Uh, you know, because you well, know, I agree with you. Then yeah, you should at least should. do the littlest yeah. amount of research on cryptocurrency before you call in saying you're a big time investor and you don't know what Monero is. I don't know if I go that no, far, I but Monero is. I, <laughs> I didn't would. say that. Yeah. I, I'm not. I also am not a big time investor. I put about ten grand into it. I, 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 I don't think that. Um, you know, I, I, well, mostly I'm in Bitcoin and Ethereum, and I'm in actually a, a next generation, uh, 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 crypto called Fusion. That's sort of a. It was researched by the European Central Bank, and I think, you know, they're going to want to switch to blockchain soon because it seems like in their paper anyway uh, that they they want people to um, attach their identification. To- oh, yeah. Governments always want people to be uh, identifying themselves and giving them all kinds of information. Thank you, uh, Steve. I wish you the best at figuring out what to do because they definitely want to control you and they definitely want to track you oh for sure and i do agree that you shouldn't be yeah i i I believe in privacy there are alternatives out there that will give you a little bit more privacy more coming up on free talk live we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day from wrestling superstars like glenn jacobs you guys really are having an impact i believe like i said uh, a lot of where I am now is due to listening to Free Talk Live. You changed my mind on some very important issues years ago. To random people tuning in on the radio. I was kind of stuck in the left-right paradigm. I heard your show by chance on a Saturday night. From there, I went on joined the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of liberty. You can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com, amps.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and the phones are open here. If you want to join us for kicking off the third hour of the show, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Chris. 
We're going to continue with more of your calls and thoughts. And then on the way, more from the continued discussion here in New Hampshire about independence. The state, uh, not the state, but the, the, the state representatives have put forward, some of them have put forward an independence amendment, a constitutional amendment that if it were passed through the state house and the state senate, it would get a hearing. Uh, sorry, not a hearing. It, it did get a hearing. It would get a, a vote by the people on the ballot this November. Uh, right now it's in the state house and it is uh, working its way through the system. Unfortunately, it's re- encountered its first roadblock in the form of the first committee that heard the uh, bill last night in a three hour long hearing and then ultimately voted 21 to zero to try to kill the bill earlier this morning. We've got more of that uh, audio coming up here in moments. But first, El Conejo is on the line in New Mexico. El Conejo, go ahead. Hey guys, uh, I was just calling to answer that last caller Steve's question. Um, there's a site called agoradesk.com, mm-hmm. um, and there you can basically look for people in your area and uh, put up a buy order or a sell order or answer people's orders if you like what their prices for buying or selling. And you have options for credit card or cashier's check or cash in person. It's got end-to-end messaging um, encryption and uh, encrypted messaging. And it's also got escrow payments. So Mm -hmm. the person who's selling puts the funds in escrow. You can show up with cash. You don't even have to know each other's names. Um, There's a a reputation ranking system, kind of like Yelp or Amazon, for how trustworthy is this person type of thing. So like 97% with 500 trades and you can select among a bunch of different cryptocurrencies and you can even choose what type of uh, currency, fiat currency you're trading in. So if they eliminate the US dollar, the market might just switch to pesos or something or yen. But yeah, uh, I know the site. It's uh, it's basically kind of what the original local bitcoins was. Local bitcoins used to allow people to meet in physical real life. Uh, and then yeah. they got rid of that from local bitcoins a few years ago, so it's no longer local. Uh, so this site kind of brought that back, basically. And don't they have Monero on agoradesk.com? They do. Uh, they have a pretty wide selection of cryptos. I'm not interested in a lot of them, um, but they definitely have Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin Cash I saw on there, Monero mm. for sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a handful of them on, at least. Very cool. That's uh, it's, uh, it's a good site from what I understand. Uh, anything else you want to share? Um, well, even if they shut that website down, they're they're working on a decentralized one, um, nice. mm. kind of like a torrent type site. And uh, I'm hoping they'll include silver and gold and goldbacks, so you can buy crypto with gold or silver or cash. Well, um, with a name like Agora Desk, it definitely sounds like there's a libertarian behind the site. Sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, that's all I had. Thanks for the call, El Conejo. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, the number 603-283-6160. There was a darknet market that had the word Agora in it years ago, and I'm not remembering. There was like another word. It was an Agora something. It came after Silk Road. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was shut down, I think, wasn't it? No, Agora. The, or no, that was the one that didn't get shut down. I think it was just like Agora Market or something like that. It was something simple. Um, they didn't get shut down, but they kind of caught wind that something was might happen to them. Yep. 
somehow. Maybe somebody tipped them off yeah. or whatever. And I remember they made an announcement that said, "Oh, that we were respectable." Closing. Yeah, yeah, they, they were respectable be- because they closed. They closed like after giving out people their money back or something. It says it was just called Agora. Oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Agora, I think people referred to it as Agora Market because mm-hmm. it was a, a, free, a free market. Yeah, site. because a lot of them, uh, a lot of times when the, these marketplaces shut down, they just they take they disappear money and, and disappear, take everybody's right? money. Whereas this one, they didn't shut down uh, before they gave people the opportunity. Yeah, to get they their gave money people out. like a month basically, yeah. and they said, yeah. "All right, if you don't get everything out by this time." We're taking it, but otherwise you got this amount of time to get yeah. it out. So that's pretty unusual in the world of dark it is. markets. It is. It's very unusual. Uh, and I think White House Market did that uh, recently. They shut down last year and also gave their, uh, I don't know how much time they gave their uh, their, their users um, to, to exit, but they also did. So we'll call it the honorable exit. Yeah. For darknet markets. Yeah. It, this is one of those things where it's like, I kind of, I kind of, on the one hand, I'm like, it, it's something that you kind of just have to. Ex- I feel like people should expect to lose everything, like when you they're should. using them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's because because one of the problems too is if somebody's you know taking the risk and they're operating this marketplace and they have to shut it down for some reason, they you know keeping it open for another couple of weeks that actually That's puts risky. them at risk. Yeah. So you know it. You should expect when you're on the dark net that something should you should something have to go down, it might not come back up. Yes. For yeah, the for security reasons. So all right, let's jump back in here to this video that we're all of a minute and a half into so far with uh, state representatives. I'm not gonna call this a debate. Uh they're just discussing why they are opposed to independence and why people shouldn't be able to vote on it. Here's uh, more from this morning's hearing in the uh, Concord State House. Legislative office building. You know, people supporting this, uh, we enter into a very gray area regarding whether or not that is rebellion and whether or not that is uh, that's grounds for removal from office, which is a very scary thing to think about. Um, it's something so that would. Why is that so scary? I mean, it's he's a very not scary he's, thing. To he's do. not even talking about being prosecuted. Yeah. Worst case, <laughs> he's talking about from office. losing their precious state house position. One hundred dollars a month in power. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is, uh, the crazy thing is, a lot of these reps they're not your traditional, you know, uh, politicians, no. in that they don't stick around for. I mean, they might do a session. They might come. They're not lifelong politicians, right? right. They come, they go, they do a few terms, and that's it, right? Yeah, there not are a few it, exceptions not, to that, but generally that's true. Yeah, there's yeah. this. I'm not. I'm definitely fossil. not trying to suggest that there's nobody who's right. been there for 20 years or more. There are politicians in the state house that have been there 20 years or more. Yeah. I'm just saying that a lot of them. That's not a good percentage of them. It's just not. That's just not how things operate in New Hampshire. And then part of that's because we have so many reps. You know, if you try to pay off, you know, 400, and that's just in the state house. If you try to pay off 400 reps, that's a lot harder to do than paying off, you know, a handful. Yeah, yeah, right, right, and you know, other states disenfranchised voters. It's something that is, uh, to me, it's a, um, you know, should we really be forcing not only the U.S. Constitution into a, uh, into, you know, disarray, but should we also be forcing this body into a situation where we have to start asking the question, should a legislator be sitting um, within this body? And, you know, we discussed that at length yesterday. And um, I th- well, I guess we'll see what happens to the legislators who have supported this legislation to allow people to vote on independence. Are they going to kick them out? I guess we'll find out. Yeah, it, this is something that should be left to the voters. You know, if people feel that these are, you know, you know, threats, traitors, you know, traitors, yeah. let the people vote them out. Because we and yeah, this, every this, two thing. years we have elections. Right. I was about to say every two years, every two years. That's 
this is not hard to get rid of somebody who's you know yeah. a bad legislator. You just have to wait and like there's no point to kick him out. There's no point to a right. trial. Just let the population decide. Either the whole state is up for vote right. in November right. this year. <laughs> so we'll see. I think I think the constitutional argument against it was quite sound. I think the argument that was brought forward by members of the committee was quite sound. And I don't think not. anyone who testified yesterday in favor could properly address that, other than if they believe that the U.S. Constitution is. Um, has no legal authority. I mean, lots of people did say that, but lots of people addressed it just um, the fact that it has, we have the authority to leave just because of the fact that our our constitution gives us the authority to leave. So he's just lying. The the New Hampshire constitution predates the U.S. Constitution. It does. If the, if the New Hampshire Constitution authorized the joining up with the United States, it must also therefore be uh, the case that it authorizes leaving. And he just uh, shrugs off the idea that the U.S. Constitution doesn't have the authority to keep us there. It doesn't. It doesn't have the authority to, uh, to keep us there. We shouldn't just uh, respect Correct. it for no reason. Like, it's he's not just- addressed. It's not brought up, which means by the Tenth Amendment, that is left to the states. And and that I specifically addressed during my testimony. Yeah. He, he's pretending like that didn't happen. Quite clearly does. The U.S. Constitution is the utmost legal authority in this country. <laughs> even so, the Supreme Court, I won't point out, even the Supreme Court didn't rule what the what, you know what these opposition people are saying. The Supreme Court didn't rule that leaving the United States was illegal or unconstitutional. What they ruled was the process by which uh, states left during the Civil War uh, was not proper. Okay, so just to be clear, well, they're already manipulating what what the actual uh, Supreme Court ruled. We could get into that if you want. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 because he's going to bring up that court case here in just a moment, actually. More coming yeah, up. Free talk. I'm about. sure he is. Talk live. Phones open here if you want to join the show. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And in the studio tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Chris. We're brought to you by Intercoin. And Intercoin has uh, allow- is allowing businesses and organizations to launch their own currency. They're helping you out with that. And raising money using their own token. Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide now. And you can get it over at xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com. You can use your email address to sign up or any email address. So you don't have to go through a know-your-customer process there and keep your privacy intact. Deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and buy ITR, the Intercoin Investor Token. You can learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org and buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com. exmarkets.com. You might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world as we go uh, back into this audio from today. At the hearing, or rather the uh, executive committee, or conference, what do they call it, executive Council? Council uh, no, executive uh, session. That's right. what it is. It's where they execute the their decisions about these bills. And so they're looking at CACR 32, which we've talked a lot about in recent weeks, the two-sentence-long proposed constitutional amendment here in New Hampshire that would allow the people to vote on whether or not they want to say goodbye peacefully to the United States. And this is a representative named Brody Deshays, who is a liberty-hating Republican who is talking about why people on the committee should vote to kill this bill. He continues. With that, I, I would encourage every legislator on this committee to, um, to encourage the body, to recommend to the body that we unanimously um, strike down CACR 32, right? Because we embarked on a constitutional process starting with the introduction of this and the hearing, 
And um, this is when we now enter into the constitutional situation of, you know, what happens if legislators support this. And See, I would, he's I threatening that- people. I, to- I told you, I listened to his uh, speech this morning. I mean, I didn't finish. I'm taking, mm-hmm. like, detailed notes on it. And his whole threat to the people, the where it began, is he said... You aren't just voting to allow the people to vote on this. By voting, ought to pass or voting ITR or whatever it is. Wait, is it ITL? Whatever. Yeah, that that would be voting to kill the bill. So voting to kill the bill or voting OTP, you are embarking on a constitutional process. And by doing so, if you're committing treason while doing that, then you could be taken out of office or worse and all this stuff. Yeah, he kind of That's suggests it, but he's he doesn't come right it. He is. He's no, said- he says it's a gray area and he's he acts like we don't know what would happen, but you could be removed it's, from office. It's, it's, uh, I, think it's the way, I think the way you phrase that is it's intimidation, but not a threat. Yeah. Mm. Let me go on here. He's got more. That's just not a question we even have to address at any point in any time going forward. Thank so he's saying if you vote to kill it unanimously, then we don't have to address taking somebody out of office. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just going to add a few. I, I agree with this, here, you know, but the thing is why I'm not supporting it is because there's no plan what happens after. He came he up just to me. Sense that. <laughs> this he is came- so ridiculous. There is uh there is a plan to the degree that we can plan, right? Yeah, it's look, the way this would work if it actually happened, if this when it ended up on the ballot and if two thirds of the people in New Hampshire voted for it, it would declare independence from the United States. Then you figure out the plan, okay? Then you figure out the details of, all right, what do we do about borders? And what do we do about uh, trade? And what do we do about, you know, the military? And that's when all that stuff would get figured out. And you've got plenty of time to figure it out. And there's no way we could plan for that in advance because we don't know how the federal government's going to respond to it. And the crazy thing, too, about it is a lot of the things that they brought up as concerns, like Social Security or citizenship, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, issues, are actually already addressed um, based on... By you, people who live internationally, you mean? Yeah, based on U.S. law, like like citizenship. Citizenship is by birth. So if you're, mm. I mean, more or less, it's you would have to you can, renounce your citizenship. Right. So it, if New Hampshire became independent, you would still be a U.S. citizenship if you were born in the United States at the time that New Hampshire was part of the United States, and you would also be a New Hampshire citizenship uh, mm-hmm. or citizen then as well. Um, so uh, which you actually already are if you if you live in New Hampshire. So. Um, it, that doesn't that doesn't change. You would, if you want to stop paying yeah. taxes to the U.S. federal government, you actually would probably have to, I guess, renounce your citizenship and pay them some amount of money. Um, and people already do this for so frequently. People are born in the United States, but they live in Canada their whole life. But because they were born in the United States, they still have to pay U.S. federal taxes. Ugh. And it's it's uh, a lot of people renounce their U.S. citizenship. Right. Because they're not that right. Bitcoin.com. Right. Now he had to pay six figures. Now he didn't live, you know, his life outside the United States um, until recently. Correct. But um, people, I mean, literally just because you're born in the United States, the U.S. considers you, uh, you know, obligated to pay U.S. federal taxes. But to be fair to the guy, he's right. There isn't a plan. Except to say goodbye and then figure it out. And central planners hate that. And Mm. as when he came up to me last night after the hearing. Uh, as we were all getting ready to walk out the the door, and he told me that he likes the idea 
but he doesn't like that the exact thing he said here that he doesn't like yeah. there is no plan and i looked he at doesn't him like I the said, idea he's all talk he doesn't want the libertarians to not vote for him because he knows that we have pool now you, you ha- in order to have a plan well, he said he's not running again okay so in order uh, to have a plan you have to have a okay well what are your concerns okay and we for the concerns that people have brought up right the the opposition to this we've addressed a lot of those concerns already yeah. so bring up something that you think we do not have uh you know we have not addressed because we've addressed all the concerns as far as i can tell that have been brought up i think you're right about that but still it's not good enough for a central planner right like central planner has to have every single thing mapped out well central planner uh, please tell me what have we not addressed because then we can address uh, you know we can create a plan that would be a good response i just responded to him by saying al you can't plan freedom there's nothing in place here what happens to our elderly what happens to the working people? What address happens that. to the people who are paid in Social Security? Also address that. What That's happens right. to people who work in Massachusetts? What happens to the military uh, on our borders? Also with the address air, that, the and he's what assuming I- things about the future when he says, what happens to people that work in Massachusetts? That I mean, like we could assume things as well, but he's just assuming the worst yeah. thing, like and that the borders are going to close I, and we're not going to be allowed to I, go into Massachusetts. Right. I also address that, too, hmm. uh, in my response, uh, because basically the economic ties between the United States and New Hampshire are so tight that if like the U.S. were to, say, blockade New Hampshire or, you know, do some sort of economic uh, damage toward our cause, it, it would mm-hmm. actually have economic damage to the United States. So it's highly unlikely that the United States, this isn't Afghanistan. New right. Hampshire's independence is not Afghanistan. Afghanistan, if you invade and you blow it to smithereens, um, you know, you know, it's not going to hurt the U.S. economy. However, if you destroy New Hampshire's economy, well, think about all of the uh, cross-border, you know, business that's currently being done between New Hampshire and Massachusetts, sure. right? Just just that alone. Well, if that, have to destroy if that New trade Hampshire doesn't happen, Maine. that also undermines Massachusetts' economy, right? Yeah, the Massachusetts so, people need their cigarettes. It, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> Fireworks. That's funny, but... Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's there is there is this uh, fear mongering that's going on. That's all this is. It, this it, whole hearing is fear mongering. Has no basis in reality. And they destroy the New Hampshire advantage. It, that's which, that's okay. ridiculous. I we also would, addressed we'd that. Ten x, we'd have ten times right. the advantage. I addressed this. I, I believe I brought this up in the hearing. Was we have already lost our New Hampshire, uh, the New Hampshire advantage. So what the New Hampshire advantage is is it's basically New Hampshire uh, doesn't have a sales tax, so it attracts people to buy stuff from New Hampshire businesses. Right. But the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that New Hampshire businesses now have to collect sales tax for the the for the. Uh, destination of the goods. So yeah, but retailers don't know where the buyer lives, so they're still gonna. If they physically come into New Hampshire, that's true. So we yeah. still, I guess, have it to online, a little it degree. A but yeah. it is an issue online. The New Hampshire advantage is all about people crossing the border to come shop here. That's really what it's about. Uh, there's more coming up here in moments. You can join the show. Bring up what you want on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phones open if you want to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Bonnie. And Chris. Don't forget, you can join us online. Head on over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on the site there. We've got a chat server. It's called a matrix server. You can go to chat.freetalklive.com to get the step-by-step instructions on how to join that server, there are channels there uh, that the show created. There are channels there that you, the listeners, have created. 
And if there's a channel that you want to make, you can just make your own channel. You can make it public. You can make it private. You can make it encrypted. You can make it unencrypted. It is up to you how to set that up, how to administer it. It's up, you know, or you can just join existing channels and, and hang out. Uh, but head over to chat.freetalklive.com. As we go on here with more from this morning at the, uh, the Federal Relations Committee in New Hampshire. Normally, committee hearings are pretty dull. But uh, this one is particularly interesting because oh, yeah. it's very rare. In fact, this is the first time in probably New Hampshire's history since joining the United States that state representatives had had any kind of official discussion about declaring independence and, from the United States. And it may be, I think they suggested it may be the only time a constitutional amendment has been proposed in this regard in the United Ever. States. Yeah, yeah. So. that's interesting. So even the one of these guys who's against it does admit that it is a historic occasion, uh, even as he is doing his best to convince everyone to try to kill this bill. And they ultimately did 20, uh, They well, they put their mark of death on it, uh, 21 to 0, but it still does get a full House vote coming up in the next uh, upcoming weeks so we will keep you in the loop as to how this develops and how many of the 400 state reps actually vote in favor of this thing in the end because that's ultimately the question mm. is how many of them have the courage to go against their parties because both the, you want to find out one thing the republicans and democrats officially <laughs> agree on that is the empire yeah. they agree on empire these, these guys are one in the same they're it, you awful know, they have different they might have different flavors but they're they're basically the same yeah. disgusting uh you know they're cowards cowards yeah let's, parties let's go on uh, our national support that we have with our military here on the equipment that was sent to us paid by the federal government there's no plan I mean, yeah, we all believe, many of us believe the federal government is a little out of control. It would be impossible to, you know, it would just be impossible to negotiate that with them. Like, that's not like the biggest right. problem in the world. Oh, there's uh, military bases here. We I all, mean, like, right. we'll figure it out. We, we already have a military, a major military base in Portsmouth. That's like, what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. Like, like, okay, so we will have some military equipment, but what, what do, do they you can really, have it. do we you don't really, want it. I mean, this is what, this is what I want to know. Like, do they really think that we're going to, we're going to like go to war with the United States or is it Canada? Who which knows what which country do you think and or is it some other country that's going to invade? Because I I, I don't has has the United States what? Uh, yeah, I think, I'm surprised uh, they didn't bring up a Chinese invasion. Right. I mean, that, like, that didn't actually get brought up. I, I mean seriously, like do they think China's gonna invade? I don't even think China has the uh military no, they capability to they invade. They have a limited amount, I think, of aircraft carriers. It, like not even that very many. limited. Yeah. yeah. And it, they're all on like the wrong ocean. Right. I mean, like it would be a and, and here's That's the thing. Not like even the United Kingdom, right? The United Kingdom had trouble with uh, Argentina when Argentina took over. Uh, I forgot what island it is, but it, it's mm. basically an island that the United Kingdom controls. Okay, and they tried to take it over. And uh, now Argentina wasn't prepared to really defend it, but um, they took it over. And the UK barely was able to send planes to like bomb oh. because they they had to refill, but right. they their planes just they didn't go far enough, right? Like they couldn't sure. out of range. When out of range. This? There's only so far you can you can you can go. Um, I don't try. I don't know what year it was, but it wasn't. Is this it, like hundreds of years ago? No, no, no. no. This was super recent. Um, oh wow, super recent. Um, this was I don't know, probably like in the last twenty years. Oh wow. And um, no, and the UK had trouble going in and you know basically taking back their you know their island against yeah. a fairly you know weak government. Um, Argentina doesn't have, but the, what the Argentinas were depending on or counting on is that the UK doesn't didn't have the capability of coming over, and mm-hmm. and they almost didn't. And this is the uh, so. problem. People that think that all governments, they must just be basically omnipowerful. 
Like I would have honestly never known that it would be even like a, a possibility that England didn't have the ability to fly planes far enough to bomb a place like in the world. Like I would honestly assume they'd figure out a way you to do it. Think, and, they're omnipresent, omnipowerful. And to, their, to their credit, they did succeed at, at taking the island back and getting planes there. But it, mm. like they had to, they really, it really stretched their abilities. I think they had to do like multiple refueling flights like in the air. Wow. So they had a ton of support. Uh, airplanes and I think they had to modify stuff and it was it was it wasn't something where like they could just go and do it like you would think and you know that's not the place on earth with the highest per capita private ownership of machine guns so it'd probably like be New harder. Hampshire is yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I mean keep in mind that the island they were taking over basically has no real you know economic activity or mm-hmm. value it's just there's there's a very very small population of um people from the UK on this island so it was it would be it would be I mean it, it, New Hampshire would be way more worthwhile of trying to take over New Hampshire than this island right it was more of a uh, philosophical kind of uh, you know a thing that was going on there um, between Argentina because basically the island is is so close to Argentina Argentina feels like it's theirs and the UK has control over it and so that's why Argentina kind of invaded and they didn't think the United Kingdom would be able to you know fend 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 off their control over it but it turned out they were it just it was it was almost it was almost such a situation where it didn't they weren't able to and that's a modern military that was you know super capable what we think of as being super capable yeah, especially top military especially given the history of you know the uk and all its uh you know um territories around the world right, right. and imperialism mm-hmm. but it, the reality is you know post 1950 you know the uk isn't what it was you know they ha- don't have uh the resources and the power and they certainly they do have a modern military but it's definitely not what it was you know back in the heyday gotcha fortunate No, because New Hampshire is fortunate for many years standing up on their own. We don't have a sales tax. We have a property tax. We kick back. We we went against the federal government. We do have a property tax. I'm not sure if he said we didn't, but but we do. Medical marijuana. We went. We're the only state in the country without a seatbelt law. We, we don't. We want to get. You know, on the federal government beliefs on riding motorcycles with helmets. That's right. So we do fight them. You know, uh, the federal government. But there's no plan. How do we put this together? No, nothing. How little? Do we throw grandma out of the nursing homes now because we can't afford it? That's ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. I, I mean, yeah, like, like seriously, um, <laughs> this is the most insane argument. Okay, so what would happen? Okay, let's let's talk about this for a moment. What would actually happen, right? Because to grandma, to in grandma. The home? Let's talk about what would happen to grandma with New Hampshire independence. Because let's be honest, we're, this isn't this isn't a libertarian utopia. We're not. Grandma's not going to get thrown out if if the state decides to be independent, right? What would happen is New Hampshire taxes would go up, and the taxes that get paid to the federal government, the U.S. federal government, that is, would go down as people declared, uh, you know, uh, basically surrendered their U.S. citizenship. Now. That doesn't necessarily mean, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody would surrender their U.S. citizenship. Some people might be willing to pay, you know, federal income tax in order to keep it. But a lot of people probably would surrender their U.S. citizenship in order to, um, you know, avoid the federal income tax. And then 
that tax would end up going to the state government and the state government would then probably continue the same programs to, to the degree, whatever degree uh, grandma was being funded by the federal government, the state government would, would end up funding it. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, that's probably what would happen, but it would be nice if we could just do it voluntarily and actually have people, you know, fund yeah. mutual aid societies. Maybe and down the charities. line we could com- uh, convince the state now, government to switch to that. That would be great, and I think that's a great way to go, except that I don't think that's the approach that realistically, uh, you know, our current our current New Hampshire government would take. No, like I get right what away. you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. But the people of New Hampshire, to their credit, are fairly frugal and they don't like to see their taxes raised. This is true. So they're going to like having the money back the, from the federal the government, thing, and they're not going to want to pay it to the, the state. The thing that I think that uh, is also important to bring up here is that uh, look, government. It doesn't matter what government you have. It's it's terribly inefficient. But the state government. We have way more control over the state government, and in terms That's of efficiencies, the, yeah. the state government is going to be way more efficient with the dollars than the federal government. So we probably would end up paying less in tax overall, overall yeah. just because of that. Even if the government, right? Even if, yeah, if if grandma gets paid by the state government, uh, you know, the nursing home, it's probably going to be less money. Uh, well, probably more money going to it, but less uh, end up being more efficient where we're paying less taxes. Hmm. The number is 603-283-6160 If you want to join us in the remaining moments of the show, which are coming up, six zero three two eight three six one six zero. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phones open if you want to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. We're talking about independence and how the people in the State House, at least the State House Federal Relations Committee, are afraid to vote in favor of just letting people vote. They're not being asked to declare independence. They're being asked to simply put something on the ballot for the people to vote. And they're refusing to do it. 21 to 0. Earlier this morning, we're playing some more of their justifications for their cowardice. Uh, Here, it's Ian, Bonnie, and Chris in the studio. Don't forget to check out more of Chris on Freedom Decrypted. That's his show that he does Saturdays. Uh, Saturday evenings, 5 o'clock Eastern is the start over at freedomdecrypted.com. It's on video. It's on audio. It's a podcast. It's live. Check him out. If you love tech and liberty you'll like that freedomdecrypted.com all right back to the video or the audio from the video of the committee uh, this this morning trying to uh, do their best to take a dump all over the idea of independence here we go you know what i'm saying i mean think about what we're doing here i mean i honestly when i'm dreaming at night i think it's a great idea but when i wake up and come back to reality i realize that there's just no damn way oh he's just more He's just uh, more of a realist than us. He's just, you know, smarter and knows more about the world than us youngins. <laughs> so so here's what you do. You, you say yes, right? You let the bill be put to the voters, right? And if the voters... But they're saying no. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I know. But it's like, let the voters make the decision, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it. so what? So what happens if they... It, it's not even like... It's not even like... If it can't happen... It won't happen, right? right? Like if it if people do vote yes, right, and it can't happen still for whatever reason because it's I don't know unconstitutional or whatever, you know, let the courts, you know, let the system work itself out. Well, he says later that he's worried about how he'll look to the voters if he puts this in front of them. But I thought he wasn't running, so it doesn't matter what the voters think. And he actually he says that at one say point. he's not running. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. This is the crazy thing about these people. Reason. They're yeah. like. I don't know if he's. I don't know what he's lying about, but he's obviously lying about one thing or another. Either that, or he's just dumb. incompetent. Here we go. Uh, I don't think so. grave that fought for America, not just for New Hampshire. 
Okay, and I'll leave it at that. But Representative, you have some. Um, yes, okay. if we, if we, uh, if we. So, can you pause it? Uh, this is what pissed me off last night. To where I changed my entire speech and went up there and just went after this guy. He, he keeps bringing up. Oh, I was in the military, and uh, I fought for America, not just for New Hampshire, and that's why I'm against... Actually, he didn't say I did, I know, but he I'm said, sure he would he say... He said soldiers, but... He said General John Stark and the Founding Fathers. But... Well, it doesn't matter. He's, you know, using the fact that yeah. he was in the military to make that point. The the There's a part of the U.S. military that's usually, you know, like people who became officers right when they got in, you know, joined as officers, you know... Um, not not the average enlisted guy mm-hmm. who didn't join because he wants to. Uh, he thinks America is a great idea and he wants to protect it and protect his family and his friends and you know bought into the silly idea that they sell to people. <laughs> the lie. <laughs> uh, there are so many people that get in it because they are these people that are obsessed with you know being uh, perceived as you know honorable when they're really just slimy horrible people and also want uh, the ability to get into these other government positions because they're in the military. They want to control people. And he's so clearly one of those people to me. And mm. um, the average person who joins the military and they do it because they think they're doing a good thing and they believe in the ideas of America, which, I mean, I'm not even saying that I'm one of those people. It's like, it's a lie. It's a the American dream and all that. You know, it's a lie. But the average person who's like a good person and joins the military, you know, they don't want to go become a state rep and control the lives of other people. And yeah, that's true. It's, it's so ridiculous what he's doing, you know, uh, uh, twisting the Constitution, trying to control the lives of other people and using, oh, I fought in other countries as a Marine. I'm still a Marine and I fought for you guys. Yeah, You're trying you to control our you lives. You fought for the government. You fought for the politicians. Yeah, and murdering people in Iraq, Iraq and Afghanistan is definitely not defending the United <laughs> States or fighting for me. Yeah. Even though we still have the state constitution, we, we're not protected by anything in federal law, the federal constitution. So, you know, there's... This is the guy that got up last night. He was one of those state reps that spoke with, like, he had the mask on, and he he had a, the thing was, like, breathing like a lung. Couldn't hear and him. He was talk, he I was, didn't know what he was saying, seriously. Yeah, he was so hard to understand. Here he is now. No, like, with Grandma in the nursing home, there's uh, no more Medicare, Medicaid, or there's Medicare. There's no more Medicaid or Medicare. Well, that's uh, probably it was never, true. It was never brought up. Well, that, it was brought up, but it really is true that that would likely be gone from New Hampshire under a free New Hampshire. And that's what you were saying, Chris. Maybe the state could Medicare. replace something like that. But I don't know about Medicare or Medicaid. Why people in other countries so, are getting it? No, so part, I think, I think part of that is, um, I think part of that is Those state, and some of that the... is federal. I think there's a mix on that one. If I'm not but mistaken, we wouldn't be a state in that case, right? So. We wouldn't be a state. But but the point is that the state collects uh, through taxes so money to pay for that. Program. Partially, and then there's also a federal program to pay for part of it. So I think it's a combination of state and federal, if I'm not mistaken. So okay, you might be mistaken on that. I but might neither be. of I might us be. are on these programs, so we don't know. And so you it's know, only Social directly. Security that people who are citizens and paid into it their whole lives get if they leave the country. That's only my Social Security. Yeah, Social Security yeah. they'll definitely get. Yeah, but um, only Social Security. That's my understanding. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if I, you pay into it, it, I mean, it doesn't matter because these things are going to be bankrupt before I'm old enough to get into them anyway. Like, well, yeah. okay, but we're not talking about you and, and being retired. We're talking about people based basically who are already retired and have already paid in. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm so just saying it's already broken. If, if Medicare it and Medicaid broken, are that important but... to you, then go and move to Massachusetts, uh, number one. 
But number two, as you pointed out, Chris, maybe there would be some sort of local thing that could replace that. I would like to see it done voluntarily, personally. Um, and then, of course, if we didn't have the federal government around to bring up the health care costs, yeah. we would likely see health care become drastically more affordable in a uh, in a freer state. Honestly, I, I, I agree with you entirely. I think, uh, you know, in, in a... In a, I don't think it's necessary. I think we can take things one step at a time. It's and I stealing am from young people. Content, I'm perfectly content simply with dividing the United States uh, or leaving the United States, New Hampshire, that is, and retaining the programs at a state level because that's still going to be way, way better yeah. uh, for the people in New Hampshire and, and us and freedom folk than, than not doing it at all. In theory, if indeed people are still citizens of the U.S. after secession, and they're allowed to go back, you know, to travel. They could still probably live in New Hampshire and just go to the Boston Hospital or whatever and get their Medicare services there. I don't think even, you have to be a resident even, of the, the state. Right. In which you, and you know? even if you're not a U.S. citizen, even if you've surrendered your citizenship, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't enter the United States. But I doubt that they would start going to Massachusetts because imagine how much better our hospitals would be if they didn't have the, the rules the federal government implements on hospitals if they take money. I mean, this is like suggesting that people in Canada don't come to the United States for health care. They, they do. do all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Unscreen caller, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, on the previous subject, you were talking about when Argentina took over England's land down there off the coast of Argentina. Yeah. The U.S. provided provided large aircraft carriers to England to oh, assist wow. them. Oh, I wasn't yeah. aware of that. I, I, yeah, I remember that really well. I just yeah. thought it was just a footnote to what you were talking about. Yeah, oh, so they couldn't have done it by themselves. And this is exactly what mm. I was talking about. A, a, a you know, a very well-funded military, you know, as significant as the United Kingdom can't handle it on their own and needs right. outside support. I mean, come on. I mean, what are we really worried about, you know, the United Kingdom invading or Russia invading or no. China invading the New Hampshire if we go independent? I I'm not. Well, I'm con- I'm concerned about China and Russia being military allies. They became allies about two years ago. Military allies. That means if one goes to war, the other one's obligated to go to war with it. You see? Yeah. Those. Those. That I think is more concerning. Uh, Russia and China. Yeah. You know, uh, being on the same page more so than like yeah. one or the other countries invading New Hampshire. I the United States, a- even if New Hampshire was independent, there's no way the United States would allow a adversary of that nature to take over New Hampshire. But what's more ridiculous is imagine I mean, why would China and Russia decide we're going to go after specifically only New Hampshire? They, they would they would have more beef with the federal government in the U.S. So why well, wouldn't they just go after everywhere only, except the New Hampshire? The only benefit is that so that they could set up like some sort of base here and take over the United States. But the United States already knows this, and so does New Hampshire. So New Hampshire is going to be like, yes, United States, come and defend our you know our border if we didn't have a military, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are in, there are things that are uh, of uh, even post independence, there would be things that would be of mutual interest to both the United States and Canada and the and New Hampshire. Hmm. Anything else, caller? Well, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate your program. Thanks for the update tonight. I appreciate the uh, extra information. This video, by the way, uh, is we're four minutes in or five minutes almost into this twenty-four minute long. <laughs> That's just how much full discussion. of us. It's Bertie DeShades is yeah. <laughs> really and every single one, every single thing he them. comes out of his mouth. We're gonna have something to counter it. Yeah, um, but uh, if you're interested in hearing the full thing, it will be up on the Freekeen Odyssey channel. You can go to video.freekeen.com. I have not yet uploaded this video, but it will be up likely tonight. 
Right now on Freaking Video or the Freaking Odyssey channel, you can get the full three hours of testimony from last night. So if you're interested in hearing uh, Chris, you spoke, Bonnie Absolutely. spoke, I spoke. Uh, if you want to check those clips out, you can. A bunch of freedom-loving people were there, and thanks to everyone who uh, who came out. This thing is not over. This thing is just getting started. Next step is it goes to the full state house, and there was a statement in this video that we didn't get to. Where it sounds like there may be a required Senate hearing as well because it's a constitutional amendment. Oh, nice. I'll I'll try to verify that with people who are in the know. We'll see you tomorrow night. Freetalklive.com.